He's taking the gloves off. He's talking in depth about pro wrestling, sports, pop culture, trending topics on social media, politics, and his crazy life. He's uncensored. He's unapologetic. He's media personality Brad Shepard. And he's unleashed. I'm ready to play now. Put me in the game now. I came here to prove it. I'm ready to do it. I can't be afraid now. Put me on the stage now. I'm ready to rage now. I feel like an animal stuck in a cage and I'm ready to break out. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. This time, like the last time. You better get ready to race to the top. I'm ready to do this. Show you what the truth is. I step on the field. It's time to get real. I'm feeling so ruthless. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. Lower the lights down. Hand over my crown. Hand over my heart. I do this for my town. I do this for my crowd. So turn me up real loud. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. Welcome to Brad Shepard Unleashed. Now listen to in 61 different countries and every continent in the world. And with a 96% male audience, you're in store for a whole lot of toxic masculinity. You know the drill. If you're not following me on Twitter and Instagram, what the hell are you doing? Find me at It's Brad Shepard and hit that follow button now. All right, I've got a great show for you this week, and there are people in the wrestling business waiting with bated breath to hear what I'm going to say next. That being said, it's time to take the gloves off. Well, as we always do on Brad Shepard Unleashed, we're going to start off with the fake news wrestling media. And as always, there's plenty of material to talk about. While Sean Sapp is fully engulfing himself into Twitter, Fightful continues to post inaccurate show results. Last Saturday, they reported for the WWE live event in Salisbury, Maryland, that Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch and Carmella. But the match was Bianca Belair versus Asuka. They also reported the same day that Gunther defeated Nakamura. Only Nakamura wasn't in the match. It was Ricochet. Again, they are clearly copying and pasting show results without verifying anything first. And Mr. Journalism Ethics doesn't actually care. After he attacked one female wrestling fan for daring to criticize him, he said if she didn't like it, not to talk about him. And then said he did nothing wrong. He never does. And finally, Sap got into it with indie wrestler Bin Hameen of Hameen Media Group. I'll get more into that shortly. But Bin attacked Sap and Body and myself, which Sap responded to and then DM'd HMG letting them know he has six years of fighting experience. And I responded on last week's show telling Ben to get his mop bucket. 
And then Ben also talked about the three of us on the Monday Locker Room this week, which is a podcast Ben does behind his HMG Patreon paywall, which is part of Vince Russo's channel Attitude. Now, in Sab's tweet to Ben, he was demeaning and rude, no question, and Ben no-sold it, as he usually does. And then Sav followed that up by specifically saying, and I quote, Interesting. Never got a reply to this. Good luck taking my audience, though. Typically, they're after something entertaining or of value, not some guy that platformed Brad Shepard and does lame shock jock bullshit. But here's that attention that you can't get any yourself. In a follow-up tweet posted at 3.21 a.m., Sap said, and I quote, I did the right thing and reached out. But nobody that platformed Brad Shepard will get much more of my attention than a 3.20 a.m. tweet thread. Good luck looking for your next faux controversy to milk. I'm going to address our friend Bin Hamin here shortly. But first, let's talk about Sean Sapp, who is obsessed with me. Sean is literally thinking about me at 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. and he must be lonely. You know, what I'm not thinking about at 3 a.m.? Sean Sapp. He hates accountability. He hates differing wrestling opinions. He hates opposing political views. He hates Brad Shepard. And he whips his mob of cultists into a frenzy to where they're doxing and attacking and harassing me and my family. He hates that I won't bow to him, that I won't back down. He thinks he's the king of the IWC and wrestling media. He thinks he's untouchable. Sean is the hypocrite on a soapbox accusing others of the behavior he displays. He hates anyone that dares platform me. He's up at 3 a.m. thinking about it. That's perfectly normal. He wants to cancel in silence the unleashed army because we disagree. He's the actual fascist disguised as the tolerant liberal SJW. All right, let's talk about Ben Dur, a.k.a. Ben Hameen. Moments ago, I talked about Ben's response on the Monday locker room to myself, Sean Sapp, and Billy Body. You can listen to the entire episode on HMG's Patreon on Channel Attitude. In the clip, Ben is joined by drooling idiot Timmy Baltimore and third-rate promoter RBV. And I'm going to play that clip for you now. Something bad is going to happen. Can we talk about that tweet you got? Which one, pal? SRS tweeting you? <laughs> oh, sure, why not? Well, the tweet... Can I break it down? Can I break... This is me. Please this is go me ahead. speaking for me, all right? 
the tweet, what's the exact tweet? It was, I don't want to, you know, I'm no journalist. I'm just a silly little commentator mark boy. But let's see. Uh, Here we go. Vietnamese fella, my my DMs, this is from Sean Rossap. Sean Ross Sap. Take two. Use take two. Vietnamese fella, my DMs are open. There was a tweet thread about what that situation was about. You spewed about 90% bullshit on that clip someone sent me. Not hard to reach out instead of just barking stuff out. You don't get to pretend it was about something else. You don't get to. Listen, hold on. I'm pissed. Here's why I'm pissed. So he wants you, after on-site we're fighting, to feel body. And that happening nose to nose. No, you shut. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You fuck you. You fuck you. Hey guys, break what? it up. Get a room. Yeah. Uh, he wants you to send him a DM and say, "Hey man, what happened? Hey, I want to report on that. What? Happened? <laughs> Listen, motherfucker. This is the pro wrestling business. You put yourself in the spotlight. You're a journalist." And you put yourself in the spotlight. And I'll show, I've sent you uh, complimentary DMs. You can show those motherfuckers, motherfucker. I'll put them up. I don't give a fuck, okay? You made yourself the story. Cool, great, let's run with it, bro. You guys were like the number two story at SummerSlam. Fucking awesome. This is pro wrestling. Motherfuckers are going to talk about it and going to talk shit. And they're going to come for you. They're not going to send a message to your DMs. They're not going to call your fucking friend and ask what happened they're gonna come for you they're gonna come for you and guess what we're gonna try to draw some money with it holy shit what is it what, what are we in the fucking friend business again i'll repeat what i said earlier you can tell him suck i said suck my dick because <laughs> this is the industry we are in we are in the industry of personal issues and drawing money with it so people pay to see it happen not in the hey, what really happened over there are you upset are you okay <laughs> fuck <laughs> luckily Stevie will be around when Billy and Sean Ross Sapper are kicking my ass to break it up he'll pull them off me it'll be it'll be great uh, to follow up with that, you know, and thank you, Timmy. Uh, it, it's just absolutely ridiculous where these guys want to. I'm a professional, and I I don't uh, I don't sell for wrestling bullshit, and that's all they do. And now all they really want is a real wrestler to say their name because they think it quantifies them and puts them in the same spot when they paid zero dues to be there. And um, uh, them making the story about themselves shows how self-indulgent it is. And if it's 90% I got wrong or 10% I got right, is that your bitch fucking made. Because you you turn around and have to DM Russo. You have to DM Disco and all that, thinking it's not going to get out. But if somebody DMs you, which I would never do, because I don't need no more myself to get into it with fucking uh, a back and forth with these fucking goofs, uh, to to then DM HMG and put over, I have six years of fighting experience. And, uh, oh, you do? Okay. Well, let's fucking test that six years. <laughs> How about control your narrative in Philly? I would love to test that shit. You want to strap them up and put them on and fucking what you really need, as my old man was said, these are the kind of guys who need to get fucking smacked up the side of the head with a two-by-four until they fucking get it. Because they don't get it. 
and they're way too comfortable in the locker room. And I can say whatever the fuck I want to say because I've paid my dues ten times over. These guys are sycophant leeches hangers on to this fucking business and way too comfortable in the locker room because some other fucking indie dudes went toy shopping with them. That don't impress me at all. So if you want it with Hove, I'm not that fucking hard to find. Set it up. <laughs> you want to go shoot, and I'm not talking shooting on the mic. I'm talking shooting the ring. There's nothing the internet wants more than someone to beat your fucking ass. All three of you. And you all three know who the fuck I'm talking about. So, like, they can keep talking that shit because all they want is a fucking wrestler to say their name so they can go, go get your mop bucket. Well, fucking, you know what comes with a bucket and a mop? Some wet-ass pussy. And that's what all three of you motherfuckers are, bro. So if you want it with Hove, come get it, man. I'm not hard to fucking find. You want it to control your narrative? I don't care. GCW, where guys are getting choked out and jacking off in the ring, exposing the fucking business. You want it to fucking control your narrative. I'm more than fucking ready to go, bro. But for to be like, my DMs are open. So are mine. And you know what? I wouldn't sell for you because you haven't done shit for me to fucking respect you for. And if you want, like, but they can't take it. As soon as... They like, nobody better say my name. But all they want is like, who said my name? Who say my name? Say my name. That's all they fucking care about, bro. So you're not serving the business that you're a leech onto. You want to be Hunter S. Thompson? You want to be Gonzo in the story? Well, I'll give you some fucking fear and loathing that you will never forget, bro. So strap them up, big six-year fucking dojo man. I'm ready to rock any fucking time anybody wants it, dude. But to be like, you said this and didn't check with me. I don't need to check with you. I saw what the fuck went down. And on site turned into two grown men, pussy ass bitches who wouldn't do a fucking thing. And I take all three of them out back to back to back, bro. I love wrestling. Dude. There's, there's none of this shit that fucking impresses me much. And in fact, all I want to do is expose you further and take your entire audience. Because anybody paying for your shit is... Come on out, you fucking mark! <laughs> you fucking mark! One more for the other guy. You fucking mark! And that's all you'll ever be in this shit. So you want to step up and you just want to keep trying to taunt me and then, oh, he doesn't say anything, so now I'll DM HMG. Everybody sees everything. And all the boys, whether it's Disco and Conan having to fucking chap their boy's ass to try and save face on camera, or this guy trying to make Russo the fucking go-between referee. You want Russo to be the referee? Bring him in. I'm going to knock all three of them out either fucking way, verbally or in the ring. But just based on what I saw of you guys really wanting it, you don't want it. You just want a little spotlight for a wrestler to say your fucking name. You're not, man. And you can claim that you train with this person or that person. Good. Because then then that means that I won't look nearly as bad. Because, hey, he's not just a mark off the street. He's got six years training, didn't you know? So I look forward to it, bro. But chances are they won't step up and do anything. They'll just be playing with more fucking limited edition action figures and pretending that they're over in this shit. They're all leeches, and none of them fucking should be in anybody's locker room. Should we get stands at now? Like, I don't know if we're getting higher. Than that. I'll say well, that. Now that now that is some rapey shit. 
<laughs> yeah, well, everything they do is very cringe. So whether it's whatever lefty shit you want to hold up or uh, you can't spew that shit. I can spew whatever fucking shit I want to. You know why? Because I'm the boss around here and I pay the bills. That's fucking why. And then the other guys will be like, he doesn't believe in free speech because he's behind a paywall. Why, motherfucker? Because I'm on with John McAfee. Because I'm on with David Icke. Because I've lost 10 grand from YouTube fucking banning my shit for talking that real talk. Meanwhile, you guys cunt off about, I had the news story first about Bianca Belair. Go fuck yourself, bro. Dude, that's how small you are, man. I'm out here trying to talk to Tom DeLonge about fucking aliens, and you're worrying about fucking Gunther's weight loss. That's who you are versus who the fuck I am. Okay? So there ain't no with a fucking hold over me. The only reason my shit's behind a fucking paywall is because I've been censored for that real talk. Meanwhile, you fucking instigate by going after Brody Lee, beloved by everybody, on the year anniversary of his death. And then you want to play the victim of like, oh, he just couldn't take that I said Brody Lee's a mid brother. No, you know, motherfucker, how bad a taste that was. And I'm the one who has to go, while you're on my platform, go see Colin Delaney and Dewey Murray and all the rest of the UPW boys in the locker room where they go, why do you have this fuck face on your on your platform and then they're like Hameen kicked us off no I didn't but you don't see me going into my DMs screenshotting all the apologies and the backward shit and and going see no I'm right look at in the DM that's not what they're fucking saying I don't need to do that because I know who the fuck I am you little worms are all two-faced exposed leeches at the end of the day and you're the first ones to screenshot some DMs and put them out there and put them on blast to think like Got him. Why do you think I would no sell you and never DM you? Because you're not worth my time. And to be like, Hameen says, <laughs> that was my favorite. Hameen claims to be an entrepreneur but lives off his wife. Fuck, I fucking wish, bro. <laughs> uh, that comes to me. Come cash my checks for my fucking eight local clients that keep the lights on so I can do all this shit with HMG to then take my passion and hopefully build my fan base of the HMGGG unit soldiers even fucking stronger. So what they don't know could fill a fucking book, bro, at this point. So I find it hilarious that they sell for everything, but they act like they're above everything when all they want is, and they're spotlight addicts too, bro. They got a little taste of that shit, and now they're coming back like junkies hoping anybody mentions their fucking name. <laughs> yeah, throw up the X. Yeah, get a, get a hold of EC3 if they want it, bro. Any night on the tour, shoot whatever, bro. How right, you want it MMA? You want it straight boxing? You want a piece of me? You fucking want to get over? Let's fucking find out. I can picture what he'll say, uh, but I don't want anybody to actually get killed. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you want to sell tickets? Unleashed Army, we're under attack again from the free speech hating fat fuck Ben Hameen. He said he's going to strap up against me, Billy Body, and Sean Sapp. Line us up and knock us out. Ben, you're still talking shit about me, but not to me. But don't worry. Your own audience is laughing at you and told me about this little rant. The only reason I've mentioned you 
is because you mentioned me, plain and simple. You mentioned me for the same reason everyone else does, because I'm good for your numbers. Hell, you didn't talk about me this much when I was on your little pissant network. And you need that attention. And I know that because I've seen your numbers. I know how many people listen to the Monday locker room. I'm sure you wish you had the following and influence I do on the business, considering I've never taken a bump. Well, who's the smart one now? Didn't I tell you to get your mop bucket, motherfucker? It's cleanup time. You see, I'm not one of your little wrestling buddies, and you know that. You've threatened elected officials, and now you're threatening wrestling media. Ben, let me make myself clear, you son of a bitch. And you should listen carefully. Because if I ever see you anywhere in my general vicinity, I will now, unfortunately, have no choice based on your words but to consider you an imminent threat to myself and my family. I take active threats very seriously. And free speech isn't the only amendment I'm a strong supporter of. Bottom line, I will protect myself and those that I love, and I will not hesitate to do so. Before you take living the gimmick too far, you better fucking understand that if you come fucking with me, I will exercise my lawful right to make sure you're blessed with all of Allah's glory. This is what I'm up against every day. They're after us. They want to harm you, the Unleashed Army, by harming me, Brad Shepard. These miserable cunts mention me every single day in post I have nothing to do with. If you don't believe me, just do a hashtag search of Brad Shepard on social media and read. It's people like Sean Sapp and now Ben Hameen who fuel this targeted harassment and threats. They can't stand the fact that I'm willing to speak truth no matter what. They want to silence me, and they're willing to incite violence to do it. We have a childless atheist man who's obsessed with wanting to be a terrorist. And we have a, a hypocrite that's a phony SJW cosplaying as a member of the media. Unleashed Army, what am I supposed to do here? They're coming from all sides and threatening and doxing me and my family. That's why I want this on record so the world knows. Brad Shepard is not the aggressor. I have never threatened to initiate harm to anyone. But I'll be goddamned if I'm going to roll over either. If any of these lunatics is ever anywhere near me, just know that my life and the lives of my loved ones are not safe. And I will have no choice but to do what I can legally to get safe. 
And as a former sworn law enforcement officer, I am very familiar with the parameters of the law. This fat son of a bitch has challenged all of us, has been world champions before, been in his business 15, 20 years, and this fat son of a bitch is going to call us all out. He's going to calm down, calm down. He's fat! He's fat! He's fat! I'll make him bleed. All right, it's time for my fat ass of the week. This was truly a difficult decision. Look, this award isn't for ordinary people. I don't care how much you weigh. You didn't sign a seven-figure contract with a sports entertainment company to be a global TV star. But you know who did? Kevin Owens. And that's why, once again, that fat sack of shit is my fat ass of the week. Let's talk about the super diva, Quincy Elliott, who was introduced to the WWE Universe during NXT Heatwave. Elliot said, I own it, I work it, because I am it. Now, let's forget for a moment that he looks like Viscera's love child and has tits bigger than Conrad. The character doesn't appeal or connect to any significant fan base, for starters. That should matter in a business. Why would a gay character need to be such a stereotype? Why would their sexuality need to be their whole identity as a character? Are they that uninteresting? Is that what we are to believe? How is that not insulting? Relegating someone to their sexuality in 2022. And of course, the IWC Twitter mob had a field day with my feedback on that. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Monster kill. Oh, what the fuck am I watching? It's time for the jobber of the week. This week's jobber of the week is a Multi-time winner. That's right. It is Tony Khan. Tony has once again received this high distinction after going on co-opted media outlet, Busted Face Radio, and telling them he is often told he reminds people of Paul Heyman? This lunatic never fails to tell anyone how great he is. While he actually does have something in common with Paul Heyman, to be fair, he too is running a failing wrestling promotion, just as Paul Heyman did in ECW. Let's see which one lasts longer. 
Let's talk about NXT Heat Wave. The show began with Paul Heyman narrating a video package where he runs down the card for tonight's show. Heyman was voicing over the intro to a show titled Heat Wave. Of course, that's very fitting because he obviously ran ECW and several ECW Heat Wave shows uh, during the 90s. So that was a nice little touch. It was something for mostly the hardcore fans who are watching NXT. It's a smaller audience. This is a, a tip of the cap to them, so it was a nice little touch. The show starts off with NXT North American champion Carmelo Hayes. He's got Trick Williams in his corner. Uh, Carmelo is a short guy, but uh, the appearance and presentation uh, that he has in NXT, it works for me, especially with Trick Williams. It's sort of a Shawn Michaels diesel scenario. It just works for me, and uh, I think he's got a lot of charisma. You know, there is a swagger to him. Um, he is getting better, improving when it comes to promos, etc. Um, you know, so he's someone I would make an exception for as far as size goes. He's also in excellent shape. But he defeats uh, Giovanni Vinci to retain his title. You know, I mean, I don't think Giovanni Vinci should have won, but at the same time, you know, it's an interesting conundrum because Carmelo Hayes really at this point should be on the main roster. He should be. You get to a point where you're working with guys who are not going to elevate your game and, and you're just spinning your wheels and it's a waste and he needs to be in the main roster so he can get tested, so he can be ready, so he can improve uh, with the top people in the industry. So we do get uh, a diamond mine coming out for a promo. And uh, this is something that Julius Creed had promoted on social media. Uh, he wanted to talk about something and he wanted to talk about Roddy Strong, little whiny Roddy, uh, who is like a little goof. One of these little old school indie darlings. Yeah, he looks like a midget compared to Julius Creed. Uh, so it's just, you know, they need to get away from Roderick Strong as soon as possible. This is another team that's really good, that's legitimate, that belongs in the main roster, working with the real pros, not little Roddy Whiny Strong. Uh, but uh, Gallus jumps out, uh, a bunch of UK folks, they attack Diamond Mine. Uh, from behind, and I, I could have cared less about this. I mean, they had me with a little bit the angle with the diamond mine, but Gallus comes in. Whoever the fuck these people are, they got no charisma, no presence. I, I didn't care about them, didn't know about them, and I, you know, they didn't catch my eye at all. I'm, I'm not interested in this whatsoever. Uh, next up, we had Cora Jade defeating Roxanne Perez. Didn't care about this match at all. Uh, so that's pretty much all the feedback I have on that. Who cares? Tony D'Angelo with stacks. He defeated Santos Escobar um, with Elgato Del Fantasma. It was an all or nothing street fight where uh, essentially Escobar is gone from NXT if he loses, which he did. 
Uh, this was perfectly fine. I think the t- Tony D'Angelo thing is not working for me anymore. I'd seen some of his earlier stuff. I enjoyed it. I thought they could build on it. And now it just seems to have taken a really corny direction. Uh, something that's not relatable in real life for what he's portraying whatsoever. Uh, Santos Escobar, you know, he's been planned for a little while now to go to the main roster. This was not something that Nose Man Paul just decided. Or this is something while Vince was still in charge, you know, they made the decision. So I just wanted to point that out because everything that's good now, it's going to automatically default to Vince bad, Nose Man Paul good. Okay, so... Santos Escobar is one of those guys, again, maybe there's a little something there, but, you know, he's in great shape. He's just a very small guy. I don't think he can cut a terrific promo. I just don't think it's going to really work out really well on the main roster. Um, you know, you know, and, and knows man Paul may push him. Who knows? Like, he loves pushing these little, little guys. But I, I just don't think it's going to be a great fit. But certainly, um, that is where he's going to end up. All right, the women's championship match, it was Mandy Rose defeating Zoe Stark to retain her title. Uh, a good showing by Zoe Stark. This wasn't a bad women's match. Uh, Mandy Rose is terrific. She really is. She is one of the absolute most entertaining and appealing women on the entire WWE roster. At this point, there's no reason why she should be in NXT. So again, you know, she's on a great championship run. At the same time, it's NXT developmental. She needs to be on the main roster. Her time is now. That's where Mandy Rose needs to be. And then the uh, main event, it was NXT champion Braun Breaker. He defeated J.D. McDonough to retain his title. Who the fuck is J.D. McDonough? Another, I think he's another one of these little UK fellows or something. I mean, he's tiny. This was a tiny little fella. It was not believable in any capacity. Uh, this was, in my opinion, a very weak main event championship match. Uh, overall, I just certainly was not very impressed with this card. Uh, after the match is over, the NXT UK champion Tyler Bate, if you remember him, uh, he appeared, came into the ring. They have a face-to-face confrontation holding their uh, championship belts and, and and facing off with each other. And you can just see the visual of Braun Breaker, who's not like a super tall guy or anything, but who is obviously very muscular, very built, uh, is standing next to Tyler Bate, who's all of, you know, 5'5 five, five or 5'6. Five, and, and it's just a massive size difference. It looks completely unbelievable. No match the WWE can come up with is going to make me believe or want to see little Tyler Bate and God love him. He's little, but he's in great shape, but he's not believable against Braun breaker. It's not a thing. You got to stop doing this. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Conor McGregor is great. He's not facing John Jones. Is he? You, it's just not believable. Someone get that message to the nose man. The, the guy who wanted the little indie vanilla midget flipper ricochet to beat happy Corbin. Get him the message. Send a smoke signal. 
It doesn't work. Pull over that ass too fat. 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 All right, it's that time again. It's time for my butt beauty of the month. I just got done talking about this month's winner. In fact, she's a Brad's Butt Beauty Hall of Famer. That's right, that prestigious Hall of Fame, more prestigious than Dave Meltzer's fake wrestling Hall of Fame. There's nothing fake about this ass. It is 10 out of 10. And this month, my Butt Beauty is Mandy Rose. All right, I want to talk about this total garbage disgrace of a wrestling event. It was a GCW show last Saturday. It was John Moxley versus Effie. And what a shit show this was. Garbage championship wrestling. Only the trashiest of wrestling fans love this bullshit. I mean, I don't understand how you have a guy who is your interim AEW world champion and you allow him to do this, your multi-millionaire top act, and you allow him to go to these outlaw mud shows and embarrass himself and you and your company that he represents. I mean, he comes out, John Moxley, the crowd is pushing him around. They're all over him. They're slapping him on the back. This is your multi-millionaire top act that these goof-ass, dumb-ass marks are pushing around. Where's the security? Oh, but Moxley says he's okay with it. That's what fuckface GCW owners said after the show. That dumb son of a bitch. Well, guess what? It's not okay. I don't care how much he loves it. And I have to question how sober the guy is if he does love it. Brett Lauderdale. Fucking scumbag, carny-ass son of a bitch. Where's your security protecting the talent? He loves it. Well, you know what? Then good. He should stay being the pig rolling around in his own shit. Because he is too little league for WWE. And he should never, ever return. But it gets even worse. Because Moxley puts Effie in a chokehold. Effie, the same one who put little Marco Stunt's face into the dildo during a match. This fucking wacko weirdo son of a bitch. And then he simulates masturbating over the excitement of Moxley choking him, totally exposing the business, making a mockery of the business. This stupid bastard, he's so uncreative that he has to resort to the lowest common denominator. He's a cancer to the business. 
And when you think that was bad, well, keep watching because Moxley kissed Effie for several seconds. I'm sure Renee Paquette loved that. Uh, hopefully he doesn't have the monkey pox. I don't know. I thought this was a disgrace. John Moxley is a disgrace. We know Effie is trash, but John Moxley, you know, his new gimmick is bleeding at every fucking show. What an absolute dumpster fire this guy turned out to be. WWE was right to push him out the door. I mean, that was the best thing that could have happened is that he left the company. Now he's being exposed for the indie trash that he is. All right, it's time for the mailbag. Always one of my favorite segments. You do not cover AEW news that much. Do you have any sources from AEW? Well, I'm not going to go into uh, the sources that I have. I have primarily WWE sources, but I have sources that are not part of the WWE as well. That's how I'm able to break wrestling news, for example, in the independents and also a couple of times in AEW as well. Should the Cowboys take a chance on Antonio Brown? Absolutely not. This guy is a few fries short of a happy meal. He's had way too many chances. He backstabbed Tom Brady, who was actually advocating for him and trying to help him. This guy is a lost cause. He is, he's an oxygen thief. I wouldn't waste five seconds considering that option. Absolutely not. Since everything is getting woke, when do you think the majority of women will have armpit hair? And when will you see the first women's wrestler with armpit hair? Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think, you know, I didn't think of this, but you're absolutely making a great point. That could be the next big woke thing we see in woke wrestling entertainment or somewhere else in the independence. A woman, a strong, independent, feminist woman who don't need no man with armpit hair coming out fucking everywhere. Ugh. Fightful is now reporting that WWE is actively reaching out to AEW contracted talents. I know that's highly illegal. Since you're in journalism, can WWE technically sue Fightful for reporting illegal activity if it's proven to be false? This is very shaky legal ground. More than likely, the answer is no. Uh, there are certain built-in protections uh, for media. Uh, we see this often with the fake news corporate media outlets. I'll use CNN as an example. They use anonymous sourcing, and uh, they're able to hide behind certain media protections. And uh, you would presume there would be good intents with that. But the uh, wrestling space in particular is a unique space. Often, uh, it's not that they have good intentions. They're just highly incompetent or complete marks and not real journalists uh, like the people at Fightful. You know, I have heard a name. I haven't confirmed it. 
but I, I will say it's uh, not someone who is an active full-time wrestler. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm not going to say the name just because I haven't confirmed anything. Uh, but that is certainly the allegation. And, um, you know, obviously, if WWE is doing it, it's very stupid. And, uh, you know, Fightful should be very careful reporting on this sort of thing. Uh, they should have clear evidence that, that this took place before they consider reporting it. And uh, that's something I don't have right now. All right, that's the show, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back next week, and you won't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Brad Shepard Unleashed. Unleashed. Stay connected to Brad 24-7 for news, announcements, and analysis by following him on Twitter at It's Brad Shepard. You've been listening to Brad Shepard Unleashed.